This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked on a highly customizable platform so you can find, track, and close deals all in one place. Try it for yourself at HubSpot.com sales. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. Britain, Italy, and Finland have joined the U.S., Australia, and Canada in pausing payments to the United Nations agency that provides help to people living in Gaza. Israel has said a dozen of its relief workers were involved in the Hamas attacks on October 7th. The agency has fired several employees while the matter is being investigated. Yemen's Houthi rebels launched their first attack on a U.S. naval vessel since the war in Gaza began. NPR's Jerry Holmes reports. The Iran-backed Houthi rebel group fired an anti-ship ballistic missile at a U.S. Navy destroyer yesterday in the Gulf of Aden, according to the U.S. Central Command. It was the first time the group has launched an attack at U.S. Navy ships in the region. The destroyer, the USS Kearney, shot the missile down. There were no injuries. In a separate incident on Friday, Houthi militants hit a commercial oil tanker, setting the ship ablaze. The fire was put out after two hours and no one was injured. The Houthis say their attacks are in support of Palestinians in Gaza. Jerry Holmes, NPR News, Tel Aviv. President Biden is visiting South Carolina today, one week before that state holds its presidential primary, the first official contest for the Democratic nomination. Although he faces little competition, his campaign has invested considerable time and resources. NPR's Osmond Khalid reports Biden is expected to make a special appeal to black voters in the state. There's been a lot of hand-wringing in the Democratic Party about whether black voters are enthusiastic about Biden's re-election bid. Adrian Shropshire runs Black Pack. It's a super PAC focused on black voters. And she told me, you know, sure, you can learn some lessons from South Carolina, like whether the tactics that were used to engage black voters did indeed work. But she also worries about folks trying to overanalyze or draw, draw the wrong conclusion from South Carolina. Carolina's results. NPR's Ozma Khalid. The Justice Department has announced an agreement with New York State to resolve a sexual harassment investigation of former Governor Andrew Cuomo. From member station WAMC, Ian Pickus reports. The agreement with Governor Kathy Hochul's office reiterates some claims from the misconduct probe by the state attorney general that led to Andrew Cuomo's ouster. Attorney General Letitia James concluded Cuomo sexually harassed at least 11 women. The Justice Department also found a pattern of sexual misconduct and said Cuomo subjected at least 13 employees to a sexually hostile work environment. The agreement details reforms overseen by Hochul and outlines further changes to how the state should handle sexual harassment claims. Cuomo resigned in 2021 and denies the allegations. A spokesman dismissed the settlement as a meaningless agreement and said Cuomo never spoke with the DOJ. For NPR News, I'm Ian Pickus in Albany. You're listening to NPR News in Washington. Airlines have begun flying Boeing 737 MAX 9 air jetliners again after they had been grounded by the FAA. A panel blew out of the side of an Alaska Airlines jet on January 4th On Wednesday, the FAA approved a process for the inspection and maintenance of the planes to allow them to return to service. There's growing demand for minerals, such as lithium and cobalt, as the world ramps up manufacturing of electric vehicles and solar panels. NPR's Julia Simon reports many of the projects are on indigenous lands. Research finds more than half of projects for energy transition metals are on or near indigenous people's lands. Mines on native lands often have a 
big footprint, leading to water and air pollution and a loss of biodiversity, says Galina Angarova of the Buryat peoples in Siberia. I've been to these places. I have seen it. And now you have a whole host of issues because mining never comes alone. That's why Angarova and a coalition of other indigenous leaders are working to get automakers to codify indigenous people's rights in their supply chains. Because of electric vehicles, they're quickly becoming some of the biggest users of these minerals. Julia Simon, NPR News. Flags are flying at half-staff in Massachusetts today for Merle Hillman, who died in Pearl Harbor more than 80 years ago. The Navy serviceman was killed during the surprise attack on the USS California, but his remains, buried in a national cemetery in Hawaii, hadn't been identified until now. Hillman is being buried with full military honors in his hometown of Holyoke. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News.